Hi, I'm Tara Welch, and I'm a faculty member in the Department of Classics. I'd like to show you some tidbits today from my Blackboard page for the course Classics 148, Greek and Roman Mythology. This course is a large lecture course. We teach it to about 500 students in Budig Hall. It currently counts as an HL, Humanities and Literature requirement, and it should move into the KU core as a critical thinking course. The course poses some challenges. Uh, one of these is that students have an expectation that they're going to be memorizing plots and names of the ancient myths, and we want them to go far beyond that. Another challenge is that students come with a variety of levels of background or abilities to read literature, and so we have to uh, find a way to help those students who need help and challenge those students who are doing really well or who already have some skills like this. A third challenge is that the material itself is difficult and confusing. The names are foreign, they're hard to pronounce, they're hard to remember, and a lot of the plots of the ancient works can be confusing because they share some motifs. And so I've developed some Blackboard strategies, particularly using soft chalk, to help address these challenges to some success. Therefore, I can teach the course the lectures toward a BP plus student and give some extra challenge to the students who are already strong in the material and give some extra help to the students who really need help and make that all work uh, with such a large enrollment. Okay, now let's look at the Blackboard page. Okay, here's the Blackboard homepage for our course. I've used the Blackboard site not only as a repository for some course materials, but as a really interactive site for the students. I want them to be in and around the Blackboard site frequently, every day if possible, and so I've tried to devise some strategies to help them do that. You'll notice on the homepage that we have the usual support things, the announcements, there is a link to the syllabus and the reading schedule, the button All Sorts of Help has links to the Writing Center or Academic Achievement Center, those sorts of things. Worksheets and paper are their assignments for the major analytical assignments in the course. Um, videos, uh, we videotape the lectures every day and a few days after they are videotaped we put them up online for students to be able to go through them and review or take notes again or refine their notes. But what I'd like to do now is draw your attention to the reading modules. Since this is a humanities and literature course, literature is the beating heart of the material we study. We read many ancient texts that talk about these Greek and Roman myths, and so the reading modules are our guided tour throughout the semester of each of those texts. So I'm going to click on reading modules. And you'll see that I have the texts listed, and there's a folder for each text. And these are in order in which we read them when we uh, go through the syllabus and the reading schedule, all the way from the first reading we do down to the last, which is Ovid's Metamorphoses. Since we have so little time in lecture, just three 50-minute lectures per week, and there are no discussion sections for this course, it's really important that we make the most of our lecture time. So I've worked on ways to encourage students to do the reading and understand the reading before class so that when they come to lectures, we can just start uh, analyzing and getting into the nitty-gritty. So say the reading for a given day uh, is the Homeric Hymn to Demeter. So the students see that on the reading list, and they'll click on the Homeric Hymn to Demeter. They'll see all sorts of support materials here, but um, one thing I do as an incentive to get them to read the class in advance is I give them a reading exercise on the reading. This is a very low stakes quiz that Blackboard delivers and grades. Um, each one is worth only five points out of a thousand, but 
cumulatively over the semester, they add up to 20% of the course grade. These have been very effective in getting students to read the material before class so that we don't have to spend time reviewing just the plot or bringing them up to speed on that. We can jump in and get to the nitty-gritty. These quizzes, by the way, these reading exercises go away five minutes before class starts. Those reading exercises also get the students into the reading modules every day for class and they can therefore see all the other kinds of support materials we have. So let me show you some of those. Every text has a Read Me First page. This is a support page. The students aren't required to go there, but we've strongly encouraged that they do. And this is a page that we've made out of soft chalk, and it gives background information on the text and strategies to help them read it. So here's what we have for the hymn to Demeter. So we tell them something about the authorship. In this case, we're not sure whether Homer was the author, uh, but we call it a Homeric hymn. So we have a bit about uh, Homeric poetry and Homer to tell you a little bit about the author. Then we give the students some information about the structure of the hymn. What are they going to find? What are the parts going to be? This is an awkward genre. It's not something we have in English literature, and so we think it's good to guide students through that. As we go through that and we talk about the major characters, the students might have pop-ups that give further definition of some of the characters or the terms. We'll also give some of the ancient images to help them root these stories uh, in their visual mind. So if people are visual learners, these, uh, these Read Me First pages can help quite a bit. So we might have content and outline. And then at the end of every Read Me First page is a list of terms and names that it's important for them to know and pay attention to as they read the text. And finally, in this one, there's just a little bit of fun, some images that illustrate this myth from ancient and modern art. The Read Me First page is made in soft chalk, which is a very easy software to use. Uh, it makes it easy to add images, to have these sorts of pop-ups so that you can define things without having to direct people to a different sort of page. Uh, it's easy to make pretty and to stylize according to uh, whatever you need it to do. So that's what's on the Read Me First page. Then for those students who have read the Read Me First, have read the text, but they're still having some trouble, they have a hard time getting their mind around these names, or they just can't follow the plot, or they need to review, we've built a page for every text called I Need More Help or Help or Please Help With This Text. This is also a module that we've made in soft chalk. And this is where students have really found uh, they can go to get some help that we just can't cover in class. So what we've done on soft chalk here, uh, soft chalk has all kinds of capabilities to devise as I said, images, designs, pop-up things, also little quizzes and review mechanisms. And that's what we've done on these help pages. We've given students opportunities to practice the basics, the names, the plot, without having to take um, class time doing that and without having to go someplace like Sparks Notes, which might give them more information than they need uh, and perhaps not the best sort of information. So. I'd like to show you some of the things SoftChalk can do to help students uh, with these basic building tools. So they can do a sorting activity. So we get a card deck. Um, they have to name whether something is a god, a person, or a place. Metanira, oh, they've read the text, that's a person. So we drag it up there. Good, I got a point. Okay, Hecate, she's a god. 
Let's get one wrong just so you can see what happens. Eleusis, that's a place, but I'm going to get this one wrong and say it's a person. Oops, it's not. <laughs> so this helps the student put things in the right place and sort out some of these odd names. Are they people? Are they gods? Are they places? So that's one kind of activity you can do. Another sort of activity you can program into SoftChalk is a crossword puzzle. All you have to do to program these is type in some clues and type in some answers. So here's a clue, the cloud gatherer, Lord of Thunder, this is 10 across. That is the god Zeus, who is a main character in this hymn. So we go to 10 across and we type in Zeus. Good, we got it right, okay. And they can finish the crossword puzzle to see all the answers. But this is another way for them to connect plot points and names, sort out the details of the text so that they'll be prepared to really discuss it critically in class. We can also have soft chalk quiz students and it'll open a quiz that's perhaps matching. Now the translation we read for this had some technical terms in Greece that are pretty easy to figure out. So this is just a matching activity to see uh, if they can figure out from context what some of this terminology means. And finally, in one of these help pages, they can hear sound clips of all of the names pronounced. Demeter. Hecate. So all I've done is make a sound bite of me pronouncing each of these names as I will in lecture. And this has been tremendously helpful because some of the names are so similar, Hades, Hecate, Helios. And so hearing them a variety of times or being able to hear them as many times as they want really helps the students talk about this material in class and uh, produce the right answers when we go to have assessments without getting confused. It also really helps students who are um, aural learners rather than visual learners, particularly some students with some reading difficulties have trouble sorting out all the letters uh, in these similar words. And so hearing them pronounced really anchors the thought uh, or anchors the name and the detail in their mind in a way that uh, supports their knowledge. Let's look at another help page to see what other sorts of things we can do. So we're going to go back to the reading modules and we're going to scroll down to another work we read, Euripides' Tragedy, Medea. So as usual, you have a Read Me First page, tell some information about Euripides and about tragedy and about the plot, but we're going to go to the Help and Hints page. Need more help? Are you stumped? You're in luck. So here are some of the other fun things we can do. The students can do a word search uh, and therefore practice and look for, again, the names that are going to be crucial in reading and understanding this play. And as a programmer, SoftChalk makes it very easy. All you have to do is list words you want them to search for and then it will build this beautiful word search. I found that these SoftChalk modules uh, help get students into those reading modules and in and out of the Blackboard pages in more interactive ways. The students are actually doing something with the Blackboard page rather than just reading or getting something from it. And that kind of active engagement has led to greater memory on their part. It might be anecdotal, but it seems that since I have included these portions into my course, the students are much more active in class and prone to discuss, discuss the issues and many more of them answer questions when I ask them in class. 
I find it also helps students avoid going to Wikipedia and to SparkNotes. Those are wonderful resources, but sometimes they are so full of details that they clutter uh, the student's mind with things that they might not need. And so what I'm trying to do here is give them just the basics so that they can do their own critical thinking and come up with their own conclusions and themes and questions rather than use the one that somebody else has already come up with online. For more hard results, I have noticed since I've had this more interactive Blackboard page with the soft chalk that fewer students have dropped the class over the course of the semester and that the grade curve is a little bit different. It used to be the case that we had a healthy number of, a limited number of A's, a healthy number of B's, a couple C's, and lots of D's and F's. Now we seem to have uh, a smattering of A's, a big number of B's, a good number of C's, and very few D's and F's. And all of that with fewer students dropping the course. So I really believe that these support materials and the fact that they require students to get in and actively engage with the material on Blackboard have helped struggling students improve their performance and pass the class and have helped retain some of the students in the class who otherwise might not have seen it through. At the end of every semester, we give students a survey that asks targeted questions, not only about the course and the lectures and the literature, but also about the Blackboard page and how helpful it was to them. And universally, students have found the Blackboard page helpful for this course. When we ask specific questions about those Read Me First and Help pages, students are unanimous and enthusiastic in saying that those pages really helped them master the material and achieve more in the course. We will continue to do these sorts of surveys, and we're continuing to build better help pages and better Read Me First pages. One of the beauties of these is that you can add to them as we go. And so every time we teach the course, the support materials get a little bit better and a little bit more full, and we can address a little bit more of the student need. Thank you so much for visiting my class. I hope this has been helpful to you. I'd like to show you some of the things SoftChalk can do to help students uh, with these basic building tools. So they can do a sorting activity. So we get a card deck. Um, they have to name whether something is a god, a person, or a place. Metanira, oh, they've read the text, that's a person, so we drag it up there. Good, I got a point. Okay, Hecate, she's a god. Let's get one wrong just so you can see what happens. Eleusis, that's a place, but I'm gonna get this one wrong and say it's a person. Oops, it's not. <laughs> so this helps the student put things in the right place and sort out some of these odd names. Are they people, are they gods, are they places? So that's one kind of activity you can do. Another sort of activity you can program into SoftChalk is a crossword puzzle. All you have to do to program these is type in some clues and type in some answers. So here's a clue, the cloud gatherer, Lord of Thunder, this is 10 across. That is the god Zeus, who is a main character in this hymn. So we go to 10 across and we type in Zeus. Good, we got it right, okay. And they can finish the crossword puzzle to see all the answers. But this is another way for them to connect plot points and names, sort out the details of the text so that they'll be prepared to really discuss it critically 